0: The Cuvay Group is a Florida-based marketing and training consulting firm. We help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a Certified Constant Contact Specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay, call Cuvee. This is the Dean of the College of HBCU Sports, Kenyatta Cavill of Dr. DeVille's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every Tuesday from 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, YouTube Spreaker, or the BCSN app, as we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the sporting HBCU dashboard as well as the upcoming week of HBCU sports, with me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Cavill's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Watch and
1: Charles Bishop dot All right, good uh good Friday. Good Friday afternoon going into the evening. It's the ONG strike zone with a special live edition here. I'm Brian Fulford and that's Kelvin Rozier. Kelvin, how you doing Friday? How you doing, my man?
0: Man, it's the end of the work day. Uh about the work week. I'm I'm ecstatic, man. I, the weekend is here, baby. The, the
1: man the man let you go. He beat you up too bad in the course of this week. Man, I told him, man, I'm free. I'm <laughs> Hey, look, I, I'm actually I, I I I gotta find something to do to keep busy, man. I can only I, I can only I can only break down so much uh fall football. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna burn out too early. So I'm kind of trying to pace myself. But I know all these uh, media days, football media days are coming up. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, this week I have, I probably watch more Netflix than I care to watch. Although I've watched some really good shows, watched some Amazon Prime. I, I'm just gassed. You know, I eat, sleep, nap. I, it's, it's, I'm getting old, man. I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all. I'm Like on my father's schedule. My father does that. He eats, watches Netflix, naps, gets up, eats i'm just like oh my god
0: you gotta pick up a few more hobbies man
1: i do i do i think i'm about to pick up like a painting class or something man i gotta find something to do so but uh anyway it's good to have you on and look we obviously the title of the show we gotta react instant reaction to uh the breaking news that that came out uh thursday matter of fact um after our show, obviously, you know, after our show, there was all kinds of breaking news. You had the article on the HBCU game day from, uh, AD Sykes. We could get into that if you care to, I got some thoughts. I had people calling me up about that. Uh, what, what, what else? There was something else that happened as well. Oh, you had the, uh, YouTube drop of the, uh, coach McCullum presser mm-hmm. that he did as well, which was, which was, I mean, a lot of that stuff, we had already talked to him. We knew, uh, yeah. So that that wasn't new for us. So, um, but we were surprised uh, Friday morning, or no Thursday morning, when the when the news came out that uh, head coach, head women's basketball coach Shalom Pillow, had decided to resign uh, well, from.
0: Well, we actually had the scoop though, you know, before it was announced to the world.
1: <laughs> we we probably did. Um, you know, we had to I think we chose look, we, we always want to side on the get it right before we just run out there running outside the house saying, Hey, so and so's not so and so's this. You know, we've been burned on that before because we've had a scoop that we sat on purposely and you know, we were told that, hey, we'll let you know when this happens. So we said, OK, we'll sit back on it. And then the news breaks and it's like, oh, yes, X, Y. And it's like, you know what? OK, so this is I, I don't know if this is strike two or this is the episode. or This is number two. But it's uh look, the, here's the, what the boss says. The boss, of course, the boss always says uh, be right, not first. So that's the motto of the Black College Sports Network uh be right not first but I tell you what man we should we should have been first on this one
0: I, I totally agree and, and boss man uh sometimes I have some inside information <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I leave that right there <laughs> Yeah so uh okay so the news that comes out and it's funny yeah okay I'm looking at the time of the release so I I wonder whether had we not inquired the way we did, I wonder if the news would have come out when it did. You know, like had nobody had said anything to certain people, would it have still come out? Were they going to wait until later? But you know, that's speculation. I, I don't know. But uh, the news comes out, and uh, Coach Pillow, after three years and two seasons, uh, decides to step away, and obviously. You know, her quotes in the article, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to lead the women's program over the last three years. I'm more grateful to have the opportunity to work in with the young women on the team and be part of the development on and off the court. Um, obviously, Coach Pillow's record, we can't hide what it was. All right. Um, the uh, Rattlers were four and 14 and SWAT played in both seasons, um, which is disappointing. To, to say the least. Uh, I think the record was, uh, if I saw it correctly, 9 and 48 overall. Uh, which, you know, that's that's pretty depressing. But, um, you know, it is what it is. And um so uh let's see. Uh AD Sykes jumps in with a quote, thanking Pillow for her time and uh wishes her the best. And and she says that her Focuses on supporting the student athletes that have uh, come onto campus or agreed to play for the university as it should, okay, and try to make this seamless transition. What it is, so uh, a a lot of folks rejoiced is the word, or or more so, were woo. It's about time, or oh, this should have happened a long time ago. Well. I personally am thinking that if Coach Pillow is leap now, she has a year left on her contract. So, again, A.D. Sykes was not in the position of letting her go, although Pillow had an uphill climb, obviously. She had to fill two new assistant spots, um, at least two. She probably had – we talked to her. She was built having to practically rebuild the team after, what was it, nine departures? Something like that? Yeah, with about
0: three that she was counting Hoping on to the, the
1: return for COVID year, yeah. So she thought it would only be six, turned out to be nine. So that was a challenge. Um, so th- that was an uphill challenge. But you got to think, if you're leaving a year on and you're making, as it was reported, um, I think I saw... In the blog Rattler Nation, that she's got a salary of about 100K. That there's probably another opportunity for her somewhere. I won't be surprised come mid-August to see that Coach Pillow, who had again 15 years of head of assistant coaching experience, four different programs. She knows a lot of people. I won't be surprised if there's an opportunity somewhere waiting on her um, in in August or even September. Okay question is why now why leave now um that that's a that's a big question and I firmly believe Kelvin I look we we've heard Ad Sykes talk about a lot of things and I think not having to hire remember she came in with what she thought was going to be a lot of stable positions and now look what is she having to deal with she's got to hire not only a new now a new head women's coach she already had to hire a new bowling coach mm-hmm um. Any, I think with, with, those are the main two head coaching positions, right? Right. Yeah. So, so we knew, but the that athletic, that
0: athletic trainer position here,
1: athletic, the position athletic position hit, trainer. Yeah. So, so basically, three positions that she probably you're you're, never, you're you're probably not counting on having to move away from or move coaches away from, right? Um, so we want to find out, or we, we're going to look at and say, okay, why did that happen? But I maintain, look, and I know I'm, I'll, I'll say this. I, I have no problem with people taking me to task with anything that I tweet or say. That's the nature of what we do. Right, Kelvin? That's I mean, right. Hey, you, we, get, we own, you get, yeah, you give it, you got to take it sometimes. Exactly. I have no problem if, uh, look, I, I love the debate. I mean, if you, yeah. whether you think I'm right or wrong, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you tuning in. Uh If my tweet impo- ins- inspires a two-hour show about FAMU women's basketball, hey, that's great for FAMU women's basketball. Right. I'm just saying, I love you, Scotty. But I mean, if my tweet inspires a two-hour show, hey, that's great. You can, Okay. I love it. I love it. So I love the debate. But let me just go to see so it. I Kelvin, my my the thing that, that gets me, right, is I, I just you know I I got I get criticized. I get hit on for the fact that uh oh I don't even oh, what's the tweet? Where's the tweet? Let me pull up the tweet if I can pull up the 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 reply. I don't even know if I can get to it fast enough. I thought I had it ready. Um, but I mentioned something about how winning Winning is hard, and, you know, we can crack jokes all day. Uh, uh Let me see. Hold on. Here it is. I got it right here. So, you know, as he's preparing to do the show, you know, everyone's saying, oh, she should have been gone a year ago. She should have been gone, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hiring a new coach, especially with one under contract wasn't on the priority list for Sykes. Other things took precedence. We can make light of the situation, but there probably hasn't been a coach in Division One that has had to deal with more challenges than Pillow. Winning is hard. I don't, I don't, I don't shy away from that at all. Okay, I, and look, I'll, I'll stand behind having been in coaching the coaching box on the coaching bench for 25 years, and talked to a lot of coaches. And one of the things that I want to pull this tweet up, Kelvin, if you, if you allow me here, because mm-hmm. I think it's real important. And I point out some real interesting things about the Shalom Pillow era. era. I don't want to call it an error, although some people might. err. Error. Freudian slip there. Yeah, and slip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Okay, so here we go. My original tweet, right now, this didn't get called out, but anyway, find a coach that had the tougher circumstances than Coach Pill over the past three seasons. Now, even though in the tweet I said from her team quitting on her in year one, and uh, that got a that got a few responses from some former women's basketball players. So, uh, I you know. The the term quitting on that season has been, we could debate that all you want, but you know, if 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 former players feel some kind of way about that, okay, we can we can discuss that. But whatever happened, that as it was reported, it was reported that the team chose to not play that season. Do you do you confirm that information, Kelvin? What was reported or put out? You there. mean the the COVID year,
0: the twenty twenty one year. year, the COVID year? Yes, I don't, I do not know that to be the case. I think that was more of an administrative decision uh, than it was the team. The team might have had a might have had a lean one way or the other, but ultimately that that would have been a athletic
1: administration and university decision. Well, but see, remember that year, the NCAA was giving teams. The option uh, they were telling student athletes: if you don't want to play this season because you don't feel uncomfortable, you certainly can, and we will still honor um, your year of eligibility. That's why the extra COVID year started happening, because I think the only teams that started, and and I'm I'm using the word quit, my word, but uh, you know I, whatever you want to use.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I don't think that that's the case though, Ryan, because there was other sports because of COVID. That didn't play that season two, and they and that had nothing to do with folks not wanting to play. The university kind of made a decision on that,
1: but but there were men's sports that played, men's basketball played that year.
0: Yeah, but there the the there were women's sports, and there was actually men's sports that didn't play also.
1: Where at FAMU? Yeah. Who? I you mean, know, I'm, I know, I know, I'm trying to. You mean a you know, COVID know. year? I'm talking the 2020 year, the the going into the fall of 2020, and my my recollection could be off, but I I'm pretty sure, if I recall how all that went down, was uh, across the country, most of the teams that chose not to play, and maybe that's a better way of saying it, were women's teams. I don't recall too many men's teams that chose to play. Now there were, may have been a men's team that was shelved because of stuff, uh, which I did think happened that year. And and so I'm, I'm I'm just pointing out that that was a challenge for her because that having to come in and then you had the whole COVID thing happen and they were still going through the protocols. They were preparing for their season, the preseason, and then the news about them not playing happened the week of their first game of the season. So big picture that's what I'm that's what I'm saying is the tough challenge and so that team was shelved that season was put on the shelf then you had to come back the next year and practically rebuild because of player departures things of that nature whether she ran them off or they left on their own you had to basically rebuild and that's where you saw people like Dylan Horton come in uh, she had to go out and recruit a lot of players, okay? Um, you had the depleted roster in year three that ended in injuries. You know, I've been talking to people, the team, there were injuries that happened at the end of year three. You had the assistants departing at the end of year three. You've got the budget and resource issues that she'd been dealing with. And one final thing, and then I'll I'll get out of the way and let you let you, you know, jump in here. She was hired by one athletic director who obviously had a confidence in her and maybe a plan, but sometimes plans go astray. Things happen. Guess what? He, he was no longer there. Then you had Michael Smith come in. Then you had uh, Tiffany Dawn Sykes. So she had three athletic directors in three years. So when I say, hey, what comes the, – the challenges – That she had to deal with, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That makes it hard to win. That makes it hard to win. It does. And it's exactly why I I have so much admiration for Coach Willie Simmons and all the stuff he had to deal with last year because those are major distractions. And we saw how that affected the start of our season, but they put it all together, found a way to persevere, and ended up having a nine-win season. I'll get out the way your 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 thoughts Kelvin
0: so I'm not sure which specific season you're talking about when you you say quit but I would tell you that the football team didn't play the 20 season either it was a 21 season in OBC when we came back and played we didn't play a spring season either and that was not and
1: the that was not a, school year
0: yeah so 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 football didn't play that year
1: football' football didn't play in the fall
0: Right, 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 and um, but they were going. But remember, it was going
1: to be a spring season. Remember, remember, there but was they, didn't play, play, they, they didn't but they, play.
0: But they didn't play. They didn't play. They opted out of that too. And it wasn't them. It was administration decision. There was some, uh, also some spring sports that had the same thing happen to them. So, so again, I, I don't think that particular season had anything to do with the young ladies. All right, that was a university decision at the end of the day now in terms of coach let me first just say she did represent herself in a university in a respectful professional manner you know True. she you know she didn't get into any scandals or anything she didn't have the success that she needed to have either and that's kind of sad i'm i'm on am own i ain't for too many excuses and, and in terms of her having a difficult path well I mean everybody was dealing with COVID. So I, I can't give a pass. Every every program in the country was dealing with COVID. Uh she got hired by a AD and she and her three every season but last season that AD was in place, including the COVID season. So I would think for a new coach to have a whole year where you aren't playing, that you could assemble a Team that could win more than three games your first year. Also, another issue she had was she kept having co- coaches leaving. She she also had players every year leave, right? That had you know so. I when if it's just one thing, then I I can kind of roll with you.
1: Are you but, saying that's on uh, her? yeah, all that's honestly,
0: absolutely the okay. other programs. The other programs didn't have that. I, Absolutely, okay. at least weren't leaving. Coaches weren't leaving. I mean, look at volleyball. I, I, I'm just saying, man. I, well, I mean, I, when you're, I, winning, hey, you're winning, I'm everybody not saying, everybody hey, sticks around. When you're winning. I will I will agree with you that winning is difficult. That part, I mean, when if it was easy, a lot of people would be walking around with championship rings. It's not easy. I I, I agree with that. But that's why you hire your coaches. And the good ones, you mentioned Willie Simmons, the really good coaches, they they find a way to be successful in spite of, right? You talk about the injuries that she had. I mean, that's with every sport. You're going to have injuries. I mean, who's to say that the way she practiced uh, didn't contribute to her injury problems? Because she had injuries with the big people every year. Now, mm-hmm. the COVID issues she dealt with that first year you know, may not have directly been on her, uh, but the thing was, they struggled with that situation the entire season while other sports did not. So, I, you still, you know, um, you, you you wonder practice schedules, uh, who you take, who you didn't take, um, isolation protocols, that kind of stuff. You know, could there have been other decisions that would have minimized that a little bit? But at the end of the day she had 3 3 years two seasons uh, yeah yeah but three seasons but one she cuz I'm I'm counting the year that she had where she didn't have to do anything but put her roster together and get her style of play and and I'll just say this you know I'm just being frank as someone who's a season ticket holder and watch many of those games I'd rather watch high school ball than what I was seeing. And I I would even venture to say TCC and some of the high school teams might have beat some of her teams. All right. So at the end of the day, she's responsible for her program. Her program won nine games. It ain't a whole lot of discussion with that.
1: (laughs) No, you can't. You didn't. You you didn't. The results aren't there. Uh, which is, which is why I don't think, uh, look, okay. We, we talk about players and injuries, right? As I, I, you know, and I've talked to people in the program, you had a situation this year where let's just say what we have five. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw the parallel with our quarterbacks at FAMU. We got how many quarterbacks in the, in the, in the QB room now? Five? Mm-hmm. Four? God forbid, right. God forbid! Knock on wood here. If something were to happen, in in a game, which has happened in some places, other places, where one, two, three, four go down in a game, or maybe a game in practice, well, and then you end up having to go to QB five, who's probably uh, a dual, uh, a receiver or a DB, or or running back. You know what I'm saying? And that person has to come in and become the the, the quarterback. Well, the basketball team was dealing with something similar to that in terms of losing point guards, you know. And one of the more important positions in on a five-man basketball roster is the point guard. So when you are down – now, regardless of why, okay, I mean, and we can psychoanalyze the whys, but they, they, were, they were gone. They were injured. The one, two, three, and then all of a sudden you go to the emergency guard You know, who you're not really you're hoping that you never have to go to her, but you end up having to go to her in a game. And we saw what happened. It looked horrible. I'm not going to mention the player or the name or the game. But if you know, you know, you can probably figure it out on your own. It was a home game. (laughs) okay? and the number of turnovers. But that girl was playing out of position. So things like that happened. Things like players all of a sudden deciding that you know what I I'm just lost my love of basketball now why maybe she got maybe the the practices were tough maybe she I don't know maybe she just had a change of heart that kind of stuff happens it happens all across the country it happens in every athletic program okay but the, and I'm just I'm just talking about the obstacles that you that you grow from and everything has been a learn process. And she even told us, like when we talked to her, right, we talked about staff management and roster management and she's learning things on the fly. Now, I know that's a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people don't want to hear, how are you learning on the, well, I mean, look, we're all learning. Everybody, look, even Coach McCollum has said he's had to learn how to work the whole transfer portal thing, things that you probably don't anticipate coming into your life as a coach. But guess what? It becomes a thing you gotta learn how to deal with it and work with it. I I we can talk about the results and X's and O's on the court, but with, with basketball though, you gotta have you gotta have the right people in order to be able to execute. And that's it is sport. That's any sport, it, sport, Yes, yes. But and, but
0: and, and and your roster, I mean, she's nobody prevented her from going out of recruiting. You know, we had on the show early on, and and, and and several times afterwards, and a lot of people took some of the things she said, and was like, mm, "I don't know how successful she's gonna be with that mentality." We talked about recruiting, mm-hmm. and where you're recruiting from, and and mm-hmm. and and, and, the, and the talent level, and the and and, and 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 you know, the ecumen of folks that were bringing versus you know being more regional. And then we talked, and then and there were some kids that you brought in that had pre-existing injuries and so forth. Maybe, maybe not was in the best condition. But mm-hmm. those are all things that this coach is responsible for. They responsible for roster management, right? Right. Well, you know, and, and so it took, in that point, I'm just saying she wasn't here to do nothing but coach basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And and at the end of the day. Build a program in her time window of time. And in the window of time, there was really no growth because she, she had no stability,
1: she couldn't keep coaches, she couldn't keep players. That's on her, in my opinion. You don't, you don't see okay. I, I sent her, you're putting all that on her 100% of that on her. Now, it's a program. She's the head coach, she's the Once, captain of the ship. Okay, who else I'm gonna put it on? Well, the, the our, our athletic administration doesn't hold any bearer of we we've talked about what 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 didn't they do for her that they didn't do for others (laughs) well they talked about access to equipment access to training equipment access to the to the facility that that's been talked about by both coaches i
0: mean including and volleyball who use that same facility but they got championship rings though
1: fair (laughs) no injuries (laughs) No injuries in those championship teams, though. I wanted I want that clearly noted for the record. We didn't have any significant injuries from any of our champ. Our three championship teams had no significant injuries at all.
0: Even with our non championship teams, we really didn't have any injuries, man. We except
1: had, in women's basketball. Except
0: for women's basketball. <laughs> I, I'm women's not. Basketball. I don't know why, but but that's. I that's don't my know point.
1: That's my All right. Point. So so look, and, and again. Uh, I'm, I'm a pre I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I enjoyed coach pillow. Always good conversations. Yeah. I love how she handled everything with a smile. Yeah, I know it's incredibly absolutely. tough. I hope to have an offline conversation with her and just kind of pick her brain about the process and, and what she, cause I, I'm sorry, man, you, you can't tell me that someone with 15 years experience is walking in blind as if they had, you know, been coaching, JV basketball at, at the local high school and then coached a year or two of high school and then all of a sudden became. No, I mean, here's a woman who had connections, who had watched it be done, who was a part of a championship program. Uh so there's there's a there's 20 years almost of how to do it. And it's, you know, sometimes when you spend that time in the number two chair and the number three chair, hey, now it's your time to be in the one chair, to be that person that's standing up on the sideline. Man, that is—it's uh, tough. It's tough. So I—I'm I, just going. Not, I just
0: not everybody, not, not everybody, capable of stepping into one chair. Sometimes people no, are number. No, some no, sometimes no. people are are they talent and what they they
1: value is they two or three. Right, and and what if what if just just you know it's it's hard to say, but what if if she was actually about to get it right. You know, we've seen, we've seen, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Let let me, let me stop this conversation right now. She has no coaches right now, but her. (laughs) She had lost three players that she was hoping would return that could have returned and played for her. She was going, She brought in a whole new, what, eight, nine players. Yeah. And and, and what, what are
1: you trying to say now? What, what, what she was going to do. Hey, you remember? You remember where Bill? You remember where Bill Belichick was before he got to New England, right? Yeah. All right. So I'm just, so, maybe, I'm just, so, so I'm
0: just saying she may go may, on to be she may, may go on may, to the next place. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we and, and maybe great.
1: Maybe for her we were Cleveland. Maybe, maybe. Okay, <laughs> we'll leave it there before I get in trouble uh, and have more people shouting at me on uh, social media. Um, so, what is this program? Is the next question, Kelvin? Because scary. Scary. It's scary. It is scary. Look, it, I and it, what the timing, kind of-
0: the, the timing Brian, it, it couldn't be worse for several reasons. I I'm, I'm from a from the administration standpoint. I'm gonna come at you, right? Okay. So right now, this is the beginning of the physical year. Generally by at the end of the year, there's no money to roll over. There's no money that from the previous year to cover expenses uh in the athletic department. And this early in the year, you haven't really generated revenue typically, so the basically there is no budget very little budget there. And then on top of that, because you had two coaches, assistant coaches leave. Now she's leaving, you have to do a payout to the for their leave time, they, they the annual sick leave and some of the, and those those benefits, and that money comes off the lines that are they are vacating or being vacated. So typically, I told, I said on Wednesday show, that process can be up to two months because you know you have to get that rate off the line that they're on. So, and, and in this case, we just got, like as we talked about, eight or nine new players coming in. They're on campus, some of them. Yep. It's and yep. so, so now you know there's no direction there. Um, so it's just a tough deal. For the university and, and, and VP Sykes at this point to try to keep it all together um, and to bring in a quality person uh, this late in the game, this close to the season, having to bring in a whole entire staff.
1: Yes, that's tough. Uh, I, I will okay. hope.
0: I will hope there's some money from somewhere where that process can be expedited and it's not delayed because I think that would really set us back even more this upcoming year because and i would understand if some student after leaks you know look to go elsewhere so it, it's important that we be able to move pretty fast on this and typically that's not how this works at hbcus exactly.
1: yeah no um you bring up a couple of good things about students leaving i'm like hey look if a lot of students may not have the choice to go somewhere like i know i'm just gonna parallel it to uh, West Virginia men's basketball coach Bob Huggins. He he recently had an issue. He resigned. Those players that were four star, five star guys. Guess what? They can jump into portal, and people will all of a sudden, oh, <laughs> oh, I need to go get that. You know, they're like, oh, I can move. I can move some things around. I can make a change of plans real quick to go after a guy with that talent. I we don't have any four or five star. I don't think there's any three star ladies, young ladies that are coming in, and so if they're here. They may have to stay here and whoever the coach is may have to just play for whoever that is. They may not have an option because the worst thing that you could do is jump in the portal and not get chosen by someone else because that's what it is. It's saying, hey, I'm going to put myself out there and somebody else has to choose me. So unless unless one of those schools that they were considering along with FAMU all of a sudden still has a spot. That might be their only – but even those spots may be gone. So those student-athletes, that's a tough decision for those young ladies and those families. Um, So, yeah, the emphasis of hiring whoever it is is so important um, for A.D. Sykes. Mm -hmm. Um, What about the budget? What about the monies? I mean, obviously the the word is that she was a $100,000 contract. I'm assuming that would have kicked in at the beginning of July one. And then you obviously had a budget for two assistant coaches. That's sitting out there unused. I mean, so I'm just going to guesstimate here. Don't don't hold me to this. I'm going to say maybe about – there's about $200,000 in coaching salaries that's available, more or less. Uh, is that going to be enough, you're hopeful, to get a coach and a couple assistant coaches at a very low reduced rate? Is that I how that mean- works?
0: I mean the you got a a nice facility. Yes, the expectations are low. You you following you know you you following a three win season and a six win season, Mm -hmm. and the fan you brand still carries a lot of weight. I would tell you I've got some inquiries um already from Ashley folks who have some pretty good credentials. So I think the interest. In the pool will be there and can be there. I think people want to see the process, though, and make sure there's no shenanigans going on. Oh my God! If I hear,
1: it, I, I swear, I, if I, I, don't, hear I don't, I don't
0: want a 15 person I, committee.
1: I, if I hear a committee, <laughs> Kelvin, I will go 8s. they there better not. This should there better not be you no know, damn committee for this for this position. Mm. L- just let AD Sykes find somebody for this and please uh yeah my agree God let's let's pray let's all pray that there's no search committee for this position um <laughs> please yeah 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 if there was
0: ever a time to do a waiver for that process which we we did do a couple of times when Courtney was here this is a time where we, yes. we need to make sure we waive that whole process and let the ad do a thing
1: um so let me let me ask this. Let me let me go to what type of coach, what type of coach and what this is, because I've had some interesting discussions on social about this. And, and I, I believe this at right now, this is the kind of position because the question is, who who's next? Who would want this job? You know, and, you know, I don't know. Jokingly, some people will say nobody wants the job and, you know, it. but but I think as you just pointed out there is a if you are i'm just going i'm just going to say what's the ideal candidate okay to me the ideal candidate that would want to apply for this job is somebody who's had a high level success as a varsity high school basketball coach in a program where they have had major division 1 talent go off to college because what that tells me is you have to interact With coaches, you have to. There's an interaction level there with coaches and connection. You have connections with college coaches. You're sort of in that community in the recruiting process. Okay. Uh, Maybe even having ties to a high level uh, AAU or grassroots club program is also part of that. I would also say, and people will say, no, 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 I don't want another assistant coach. But if you have an assistant coach who is at a college right now, and they've been there for several years. Maybe they're the number one person or the two or the major recruiting person for that program. I think that could be an attractive coach. Uh, I also think somebody at the maybe Division II or NAIA level is is an attractive coach because uh, there's good basketball at the D2 and NAIA levels. I've watched it. Mm-hmm. I Agreed. We've seen it. We've seen it. There is good coaching. And a lot of those coaches end up recruiting players who were once division one players and mm-hmm. the most successful D2 and NAIA programs usually have some division one talent on it. Mm-hmm. So, so I, when, when we, when we start throwing out names here of, Hey, who are potential people that you guys like, that's, what's going to be most attractive. You want uh you want someone with head coach who's I'll put it like this, I don't think anybody that's in I gotta be careful how I say this. I don't yeah, think yeah. anybody who's in a division one position today, especially in within the conference, is leaving that position for FamU.
0: Okay, I, 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 I know what you're saying. I, I I believe some coaches would now. I the one coach you probably referencing probably wouldn't, but but <laughs> Pine Bluff, some of those other places, I, I, I believe their coaches would leave. But to your question, I'm, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna answer it kind of given the history levels. We've done a high school route before at FAMU, we did it with Cardiff. Yeah. Claudette Farmer, who came from local from Rickers High, she did a really good job. Had she some did. of our best years. Yes, uh, we did it with Ladon Gibson.
1: Mm-hmm. Started um, well, and, and she, she had
0: some really good years uh, yep. early, right? Yep. Some of our best, you know, records. We've also done it where we went with people who have been head coaches at other HBCUs. Um, a lot of those. Didn't go so well. Uh, we've had some folks who had just assistant experience. A lot of that didn't go well. What I would say is this. What I would like to see mm-hmm. is a winner, first of all. Okay. So like you. Regardless of the it, level. It, it, yep. If it's a high school coach who done won at the high level for like 10 years then they can come in especially if they would have been in this region or within this 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 uh state and cuz I know they I trust them to be able to coaches know winners and coaches send players to other coaches who are winners and where their kids can get developed so I I'm comfortable frankly with a top level high school coach I'm also comfortable with um a junior college or D two coach.
1: I, I that's, forgot that's, to mention uh, G. that's G. typically that. A, this, yeah.
0: that that's typically a stepping stone. And there's one particular uh, junior college coach who won a national championship, who's at a D one program. I think a Group of Five program as a top assistant right now. That that I I really would love. I know they was interested. And wanted a job when Pillow got the job, uh-huh. uh. I I don't know now, but highly successful coach at, at, at like I say won a national championship at the junior college level, I, I so I would be good with that. And then I also like and uh, am interested in former WNBA players mm-hmm. who've done coaching, yes, and has won, yes, and I I'm aware of uh at least one candidate that fits that that bill Mm -hmm. but the key to no matter what level they coach that they come in as winners as coaches and as head coaches i'm a i'm not really for the assistant coach thing somebody who's never been a head coach on any level now if they assistant and they've been a head coach at at one of those levels we talked about and then that's different and the reason why i say that is because and you and I go back to your own words. Winning is hard, number one. Mm-hmm. And then winning that fam, you and working with you know what you have to work with. You have to want to be here. You have to. You really have to want to be here. You have to love it. And you and you have to expose yourself to Rattler Nation and 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 and, and hum, be humble enough to to let comments roll off you, roll off you that not that are not applicable but develop relationships frankly with uh the junior college circuit and the high school circuits and around around the state i just think in this last particular case and I, and i stick with this and i brought it up several times i just thought our recruiting philosophy wouldn't
1: be successful and the record shows that yeah. Hey, you, you, you turned out, turned out to be correct. Um, You know, and so it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not going to make any more excuses. So for those of you who hate the fact that you, you feel like I'm, I'm, I'm sticking up for coach pillow and that you, you're tired of me making, all right, I'm, I'm not making no more excuses. It's done. It's done. So we, we move forward. Let's talk, let's talk, let's mention some of these names because um, I, you guys out there watching us listening to the chat a lot of people are talking names uh, and and we can kind of mention the merits and pros and cons because hopefully all these individuals will put their name in the hat and and this is going to be the hard part for 80 Sykes. and I'm 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 going to tell you this is why I'm going to tell you why there's a search committee Kelvin and just in case you know because this is hard because again this is a th- basketball is one of your top sports it's one of your top women's sports right so i mean y- this is this is on this is the sport that sort of gets on if not page 1 page 2 on a good day when the program is winning it's on page 1 okay when it's when it's not it's on page 2 but it's still on the first two pages of the paper uh so to speak so this is a program that you have to find a a good fit and the right person, and so I have seen various names. Uh, let, let's talk elephant in the room. Okay, big first name that that comes up is right across the street from FAMU, over at FAMU DRS, Coach Cromarty. Um, I will say this because I've I've heard people say, and I I love the people who said it. I completely disagree with the thought that, oh, I'd like to see her be an assistant coach, blah, blah, blah. Nah, to hell with that. I, I think Coach Comarty could coach this team, could coach this program. Now, you know, you we had these discussions a couple of years ago where I may have wondered, but having talked, we've talked with Coach Comarty, I've had a chance to get to know a little bit of her. I I my my thought process has changed. I think she is in touch with our community and would be a great fit for FAMU women's basketball. Someone who's young enough to relate to our student young student athletes, our young women and also would I think be around for a decade plus. I really do. So that is a name that is very attractive and gotta, I think if,
0: you- you got to say winner. I mean, she winner, got like yeah. what? Well, she got like five state titles. Uh 10 out of the last 12 years or whatever it was. She've been in the final four. She so understands how hard she, it is. I She she sent players to the WNBA as well as D1 programs. So yeah. she has she has relationships with coaches at the college level too and in the pro level. I mean, she posted pictures today of her and uh, Don Staley. So yeah. I mean, she, she's connected. She, she, you know, she's, she's connected. Everybody knows her in the, yeah. in the women's basketball circle. So that's why I agree with you. She's a winner. She's, she's done it. And um, she has a bunch of relationships that I'm, I'm sure she can lean on. And,
1: and there is an advantage for her being here and so close where – remember I told you I, I kind of chuckled a little bit when I saw the picture of A.D. Sykes with her back in – Hell, this might have been late January. I was like, uh oh, that's like AD I already doing some scouting. I said, but but look, given our
0: circumstances, that could be you just brought up something that 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 you know, I'm you know, there's other good candidates, you know, we if we want to go that route. So, but 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 one of the events with Coach Carmada would be, I mean, she's here, she in Tallahassee, she's on campus already. She's could She she could start really
1: quick. Really quick. Really quick. So the the amount of turnover and the amount of time of getting acclimated would be very low. Let me give you another name. And this is also another high school coach, but this is a FAMU women's basketball legend, a Hall of Famer. And uh, I think I'm going to give out to uh, Ty Floyd. I'm going to give out, I think Ty dropped this in the comments. Antonia Bennett who has been the head coach at Lake Gibson high school for, I think the last eight years or so FAMU hall of famer. Talk about somebody who loves FAMU, loves FAMU women's basketball um, and has had a high level success at Lake Gibson high school. I I mean, that, that's, that's another, another name that, you know, and I, I don't know how many other former high school coaches are still out there. I don't, I don't know what's floating around. Um, you know, I, I saw some people mention Claudette Farmer. She's athletic director at Rickards high school. Uh, she coached the women's program from, uh, 90 to 01, from 1990 to 2001. So in the nineties, when, when, when I was on the yard, when we were on the yard, I mean, so she was the head coach. I don't know if she would want to get back on the sidelines, but you know, I, <laughs> I, she's she's there. She's in the community. We can't say she don't know how to coach. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, uh, let me let me give the, you a name that I I'm gonna give you please. a name that I was rever-
0: Fran uh, Okay, he okay. was he was at TCC two or three years ago when they won a national championship, junior college championship, and now he's at Missouri State as the assistant head coach uh, in women's basketball. So. I know that he was very interested, uh, like I say, the last time. And he will be an ideal coach. He knows the area. He was here. He knows the junior college circuit here, too. Mm -hmm. And he's he's a championship head coach.
1: Okay. He
0: finishes six years staying at TCC with a record of 124 wins and 62 losses. And Coach DePaulde, a pair of first team All Americans.
1: Okay. So, all right, all right. Um, Bull. I'm putting my my resume is is in the process. It's being worked on LinkedIn and everything. It's I got to do some updating. But yes, uh, don't laugh. I might as well put my name in the hat. Hell, the worst thing she could say is no. You know. So hey, uh,
0: there, there there's a W former
1: WNBA player. Um, also... Let's talk. Let's talk about that. Yes. So we start hey, talking about we start talking about the next level. How about Yolanda Moore, two-time WNBA champion, former head coach at Clark Atlanta, um, where Clark she turned around a uh, let's just say a losing program at Clark. I was almost gonna say something else, but I want to be respectful. It was a losing program and, and turned it into a championship contender in a very short time period. I mean like really short. Period. Yeah. Um, and I I do know that she too was very interested in this position back in 2020. Uh, so that is a name to And look, that is a name that um resonates when you talk about um uh, celebrity high, sort of sort of that whole you know I, I hate to say it like that, but the a famous, well-known, who would be someone famous and and well-known who might, well, look, who better than somebody that's been a two-time WNBA champion? Because all of a sudden, what that's going to start to do is within the WNBA, NBA, ESPN uh, circle, it's going to all of a sudden newsflash, two-time WNBA champion moves to FAMU. Oh, wow. I mean, so we talk about Building the program in new ways, new and exciting ways. That's a name that's uh right you know right there in front of everybody.
0: Hey, is Tuskegee uh women's coach still at Tuskegee?
1: Uh no. Unfortunately, Shilane Powell, Tree Lane Powell, excuse me. Uh she had just took a job. So I, I wish Drew was watching because he would know, but she just left for another position. Uh, I think Southern Miss was the school. She just took that job in April, if I want to say correctly. Um you know, so uh that's uh that's interesting there. Um I look I, I know I know uh Scotty's on 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 uh, UAPB's coach. Um uh I, I her name escapes me right at the moment. Um if you if you if you hold on who who uh who's the UAPB coach? Um and you know, I was listening as I was watching the show the other day, uh Dawn Thornton. So I know Coach Thornton, a lot of people That's were you. mentioning the fact that coach Thornton's husband coaches at Grambling and i, I don't know you know look that i don't know how all of these i don't know how these relationships work i'm not going to speculate but i would imagine that might be kind of hard in being in Grambling or being at Grambling being at FAMU I, that's that's a that's that's tough for any family okay i i recall uh, the former Tennessee State head women's basketball coach. Her husband was, eventually became the head coach at Marshall. She left, she was very successful at Tennessee State. And I forgot where he was an assistant. I think he was an assistant at Alabama. Hey, guess what? She left Tennessee State and he got a new head coaching job. Uh, the year afterwards, he was at Alabama and then he got a head coaching job at Marshall and they moved. So, I mean, things like that family decisions. That's a tough one. So, I mean, it, it's great if, you know, I, I know a lot of, um, a lot of folks say, you know, I see Dr. Lori here uh jumping in. Good to see you, doc. Uh, you know, saying that, uh you know, she's heard that uh, the UAPB women's coach and that's coach Thornton. Well, I, okay. I mean, but what's that going to come with, you know, what, uh, I, I would I would imagine she's probably making a little bit more than coach Pillow. Uh I wouldn't think so. I doubt that. Well, wow. Well, if not then <laughs> you know. But are y'all but but is fam Look, is fam you are y'all ready for that though? I'm going to be real with you. Are y'all ready for that? I'm just going to keep it buck. I mean, are ready y'all Ready for what? Okay. I'm I'm ready not to I'm ready. to win? Okay. The question? Ready to win. Ready to win. Okay. I mean,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. Basketball okay. is the one area where we can greatly increase our revenue streams if we have winning programs. There's an opportunity. Plus, don't forget, we play, Uh, we still got the Pac-12 challenge where, you know, we playing those Pac-12
1: schools hosting okay. this year. Um, oh, wow. Uh, Keith, very funny. Ridiculous. Um, Tamika Reed, uh I've seen people post that. Um I, look, hey, I as much as she, I would
0: see she from Jackson. That, that, she, I, look, That's the first she went, thing. From, she, she, she went to school with uh the A D. She knows. That's a, that lot, of got, that's a yeah, lot of hurdles.
1: That's a lot of hurdles overcome. Yeah, I don't,
0: yeah, that's 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 a wish. And, yeah. and it would take a lot I would of love time. it. I would love, love it now. Don't get me wrong, but I don't yeah, that, that's a wish there. I don't see a lot a
1: lot of promises financially, I think, would have to happen <laughs> before you see Coach Reed potentially. Um, but hey, I mean, hell, you know, you you, you can you can ask or somebody could ask you back channels. It never hurts to ask, right? all the worst thing they could do is say no. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, let, let me give you another name that I've seen a lot. It's a Tallahassee guy, yeah, coach Chris Ayers, yes, sir. Old Miss, Miss assistant. What, what's his background in Tallahassee?
0: He went to the high play football, actually. Okay, and um, he, he went to FAM, he graduated from FAMU, he's a FAMU grad, but uh, he's the head assistant and lead recruiter at Old Miss. Yes. Which uh was a tournament team and he's 16, he, I think. this first yes, yes, year. yes. Uh, made a lot of noise in the SEC. Uh he's worked his way up through uh the you know the old-fashioned way. He's known as an awesome recruiter. We know he loved Family Tal his home for him. So I mean he's he's another one that if interested, well we definitely should get strong consideration.
1: Does he have prior coaching head coaching experience
0: he does not have prior head coaching experience okay but every way he's been he's been very successful and in, in, in a winner he's on a fast track honestly uh i would imagine that he will probably get a head coaching position within the next year or two if not sooner he's done everything else
1: it's a it's a question of and he, and
0: have, he's a young and he's a young guy, you know.
1: And see, that's what I say. What the what is fam you to somebody? Fam you let's just be real, we are a mid-major program in the eyes of college basketball. A lot of you have these a lot of and very valid, I'm not poo-pooing them. You have delusions of grandeur about what fam you is in the basketball world, okay. Uh, it, it's not what you think it is. It could be, and that's the thing. We all see what it could be, but let's just say it is not right. currently and has not been for right. several years. So you'd be, you have to be cautious yeah. about somebody who, as you just said, could be a rising star at the highest levels of college basketball. And it's almost like what Coach Pillow did, which is, After being 15 years an assistant, yeah, go. Somebody told her, "Hey, you need to go be a Division One coach at a mid-major program, so that you can get your feet wet. You can get your your head kicked in, get your feet wet." You know what? Here's what's funny. I and I, do you remember? I'm going to give you a name. This I go back to how hard it is to win, right? You remember the former coach at Virginia Union? Um. I was just looking her name up. Uh I think it's uh Anne-Marie. Uh is it, I is know it you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, is it Gilbert? Uh let me let me look. I was just looking her up a second ago um because I wanted to draw this connection. Yeah, Anne-Marie Gilbert. Okay. Uh she's now an assistant coach at Winthrop. But She was a at Virginia Union, and for about five to six seasons, Virginia Union um, was one of the top programs in the CIAA. And I think they had just finished having one of their most successful seasons in a long time uh, under her as the head coach. Well, she took a job to go be at University of Detroit Mercy and thought she could turn around that program. Well, this was this was the same time we hired Coach Pillow, matter of fact, 2020. Her tenure lasted maybe a season and a half after allegations that you know she was um, th- th- there were there were harassment allegations and, and other things like that within filed by players and players' parents and tough practices, uh, mental, mental stress uh, on the players and, you know, it just, you know, the investigation turned out to go in her favor, but she ended up resigning mid-season. But I went back and looked and and I'm reading the articles and I'm thinking, man, you know, here's a coach who was successful at an HBCU for five, six seasons. I bet her style of coaching did not all of a sudden change when she got to Detroit Mercy. So what changed? Maybe it was the caliber of players. Maybe it was the environment that those players were in. But I bet you one thing that didn't change was her style because she is who she is. She didn't go to Detroit Mercy and all of a sudden just become a hard-nosed coach that yelled at players and made them feel uncomfortable. I mean, I don't think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure if she was a hard-nosed coach and had high expectations and demanded a lot, I bet that's who she was at Virginia Union. So all all that to say is, you know, winning is hard. And there's a lot of good coaches out there that they get – they're successful in one place. They get somewhere else. They stumble. They have bad seasons, bad recruiting classes. And all of a sudden, you got a scandal on your hands and you're having to leave just to get out of there before your name gets dragged through the mud as the program and the ship is sinking. So I, I don't know, just that's you know, that, that name came up. Cause yeah, trust me, I was, I was searching for her <laughs> Kelvin. And then I saw all the reports and I was like, Ooh, I don't, I don't think, I don't think uh, that, that's, mm, that's tough. That might be a tough one to get over, but she's a winner, a winner, proven winner. Yeah. Champion, I- championship. Winner as a
0: head coach, right? As a head as, coach. As, as as a a HB, coach. As a HP at, a at HB, HBCU. with yes. low resources. Yes. By the way, Chris Ayers, you know, you mentioned you know about the AAU circuit. He did lead a couple of AAU teams to uh championships as, as a coach.
1: Okay. Well, I'm feeling better because I I got an AAU championship under my belt too congratulations let me google <laughs> let me google brian no 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 don't google don't google me no 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 I don't want to be on anybody's show talking about I'm I'm capping for the next coach oh, no, no, don't put me out there I've, I've had enough for the week I'm good um, how about another name that I've seen uh, Jesse Tom this is the head coach over at University of Tampa who uh, Division II, Tampa, um, a part of the Sunshine Conference. Uh, Tampa was like the number one team in the country this past year. Um, uh, Coach Tom, uh, you know, it's a white guy. So I, I, you know, I don't know. You know, obviously we've had, you know, white head coaches at FAMU. So, that's nothing new. Um, and there's a, I don't know, I, I don't know about that one. I don't. I've I've been over there and seen what they got over there at Tampa. Very nice facilities. Very very nice for a private D2 <laughs> D two school. Are they even D? Are they even D two? No, they're still. Well, you might not know it. They they look better than a D two. No, it's, I've, I've, I've been there. It's some nice facilities I've, over yes, there, man. Yes, I've been there. Yeah, it's very, very nice. Yeah, it might be some dollars. Maybe, again, the attractive part is if you see the contract uh, and you see what Coach Pillow was making, and you might be making 25, 10, 15 less than that. Yeah, fam, you all of a sudden becomes real attractive if you can get what Pillow was getting. And then you're coming up saying, oh, well, hell, I'm a better coach than that. I, and <laughs> I get, you know, it's a come up. So who knows? I don't know. Um, uh, Another name. Let me get another name that I saw somebody post. Head coach at Lincoln, PA, Janice Washington. Now, she has just been a head coach at Lincoln since uh, the 21-22 season. But she did have some years at Daytona State. Uh, I think that's what they call it. Daytona State College over there uh, Mm -hmm. where we actually where we actually just recruited two or three young ladies from Daytona State, by the way. Um, Just putting that out there. Uh, So I I don't obviously that's a reach. But then again, you talk about CIAA ties, which, you know, you guys got to be careful about drawing. Just because Coach uh, – just because A.D. Sykes graduated from the CIAA, did three years – did six years at Virginia Union – well, combined, six years at Virginia Union and Shawan, both in the CIAA. Let's not get tied to the whole CIAA thing with her, okay? Um, you know, I she, – she, there's other places she's been to. You know, she's been to Grambling, been to Norfolk State. So, I, you know, I, I know a lot of people – jump to the whole C I thing, but let's, let's slow down with, with that. Uh, any other, any other names you want to kind of throw out there? I'm looking in the, in no, the mess.
0: I think we've kind of gave a good, um, nucleus of, of potential candidates. And I actually like most pretty much majority these names. I, I can't really knock any of them because they qualified. They, you know, they winners and they qualified. That's that's what matters to me.
1: Uh, what do you? What about? Does FAMU need a black woman as our head coach? Does this program need a black woman? As Man, our we coach? need a winner. We just we had a black woman as
0: the coach. <laughs> 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 I mean. And we didn't win. I'm just saying, man. So 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 I just want a winner. It don't matter the the race or the color for me. But I do want them to love FAMU and be all about FAMU when they're here. All right? They got to understand. I want them to be able to handle what everything means being a head coach at FAMU. Because there's a lot that go with it now.
1: Yes. Yes. Um. Last thing here, maybe we'll kind of end our day with this. What does fam you need to do to support whoever this next coach is? What do you think?
0: Well, I mean, one is find a way to start establishing a facility that, you know, the athletic programs can have access to 24-7. Okay. You know, I, I can live with some of the things in terms of limited access for game stuff, but but at the end of the day, if we want our teams to be championship caliber, they need their own facility. And then they can't be working around events and classes and all that kind of stuff. So... I think i would be number one. And then um we've got to find a way to we have a pretty decent crowd, uh atmosphere on game day. But we gotta get the numbers up, right? We gotta find a way to and that's in my opinion, that's part of the coaching too requirement. You know, the coaches got to, you know, be, be successful and have kids that the community can, can, can relate to. So, um, so, you know, was the previous
1: you, coach accessible to the community? I, I don't know. You, I never but, saw
0: her. At, I I don't, I, I can't, uh, the one thing I would say is I never heard us, uh, you know, uh, saw that, you know, she was at a lot of high school games or junior college games. I'm not saying she was never there, but you know, um, I just didn't see her visibly a lot out and about in the community. Okay.
1: No summer camps. I obviously,
0: no, no camps, truth.
1: no camps,
0: not even working. No camps. Even if you can't host, you can work go in. Yeah. You can go work at a camp, you know? So,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just about to post to talk to Lori. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, you know, geez. She could could have been could have been about the opportunity of not having kids. Don't don't. Hey, we need Jesus.
0: <laughs> See,
1: Keith, you you're wrong for that. Yeah, you have to go there, Keith. Yeah, come on, Jesus, really? Um, okay, well, what do you guesstimate a timeline? Yeah, I'm a, This is this is a tough one for you. You talked about the challenges Woo. earlier. What's the timeline looking like? It's July seventh. Uh, Scoot students don't fall semester doesn't begin until uh, about maybe what about the twenty something of August. Think, can we have a new coach so by the start of fall semester? Say.
0: The timeline needs to be four. It, it needs to be within fourteen days. Frankly,
1: of of, of we we've,
0: we've never done that. <laughs> we 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 need to have this done but before the end of the month
1: okay i like that end because of the, month.
0: the kids were because the kids report in august yeah and then then the new person got to actually build a staff they got to hire like three people then they got to learn their players and everything and get ready for the season um practice starts in october mid-october
1: Preseason workouts start in September, probably. So,
0: so if so, not, I if mean, not,
1: already should be happening.
0: So, so we can't afford for it to start in August. Now, with that said, I can only go on what historically how we've done things. Lord knows, I pray that we don't do a committee thing because we might. It might, it might be
1: December. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Who's gonna coach the team?
0: But, but, but you gotta remember, Coach Pillow. Is only there to August, so I, August I would imagine. Yeah. So I imagine we, the plan is to have somebody before August first, because that's all we have at this point. Um, if I was if I was a predicting person, I would say we probably won't have a, a coach name to August, and we may name them, and they might not be able to officially start for a couple of weeks or a month. if history uh, if history is an indicator
1: so the most important person right now might be uh Cole Fournay or Forney I don't know if it's Fournay or Forney he's the director of sports performance for football men's basketball and women's basketball uh i got to imagine if any type of if you've got players that are in i've got to imagine you're hopefully working with them on their preseason conditioning. You know, I see other programs do that. I would hope that I know the focus is football. I've seen the videos. I've seen the the guys getting the weights in, and, and I've seen Cole in the videos. And if you go look at Family Athletics, you'll know who Cole is. You'll see him in the videos. I would hope that he's also working with or preparing a plan for men's basketball and women's basketball. You know, I mean, football can't can't work out all day in the in the weight room. So there's well, got to be time,
0: and and there are other weight rooms that you know that he used. There's there's a weight room in the Gym, also, and yeah. um we, we do have a, a Olympic sports person in uh, Coach Houston also. So there's other resources to be able to do so. But I would tell you that the head coaches kind of drive the whole. Program a plan when it comes to workouts. So I don't know if that's happening at this point
1: because our coach is leaving. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh Keith, you're kidding me here. The I understand about the family foolishness track, but there is no way in the world that we aren't going to have somebody. That's way too late. January is way too late. No,
0: no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not he, I mean, he's a jazz He, yeah, I'm I know, gonna speak. I'm gonna speak for him. He's exaggerating, on that One. Yeah, I gotta be. But, he's gotta be.
1: But yeah, uh, this is what I don't want to hear. No, 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 no. The longer it takes, the higher the lower the expectation should be. No, 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 no. That's what no, y'all that... complained about. Y'all, y'all wanted a winner. Y'all wanted instant success.
0: No, you nobody say that. You were, no, on. no, you no, no. no. Because... I would never be satisfied three wins, Brian. Or six, six wins. Men. Okay, good. Out, out, out of 20, 30 games, but, no. But
1: don't lower Don't lower the expectation then.
0: You can't go no
1: lower. You can.
0: No, Valley's you been
1: there. Valley's been no, there. No,
0: no, you can't go no lower.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, you can go lower. We don't want to go lower. We want to go high, as, as Michelle Obama would say. We want to go high. They go low, we go high. But but I don't want to hear none of that about lower expectations. No, no, no. Y'all, y'all wanted y'all wanted greatness right off the bat. All right, let's 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 have it happen. Stop it. Stop win-
0: exaggerating, man. We ain't want greatness. We want competency though. I mean, we, we wanna be able to get a rebound. We wanna be able to make a post pass to to the post with, from a <laughs> point guard. When you're wide open and you got a three-pointer, you know, you wanna make at least 25-30 percent of them. Uh, and then you want to be able to block out people so that, you know, so you can get rebounds. You don't get out e re, rebound by 2030. You want to be able to know we're going to press or we can, we can play different kinds of ways based on the opponent to give our, our student athletes the best opportunity to win. We want competency. You got something to say about
1: that? I'm not gonna say anything. I I can't say. I'm not allowed to say anything. I don't want to trigger too many more people. I don't want y'all thinking I'm I'm capping for it. So I'm 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 gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm I'm not gonna say anything. Competency, huh? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna remember that. Um, Meredith says that who's I wanted is they've been posting pictures of the team in the weight room. So, okay, that's good to know. I'm assuming that's the women's team. Hopefully, in the weight room. Okay. I got to get over to that app called Instagram. I'd be missing out on a lot of stuff on Instagram. Uh, all right. So anything uh, anything else that you feel like we – anything else you want to add on this? We'll just kind of – I think this has been a good cathartic thing here. Uh, we've had a chance to to get some things off our chest, to say what we said, to own it. I, I own whatever y'all want to throw at me. I own it, I said it, I stand by it. I'm moving forward. There it is. And I'm excited to I'll be excited to see who the next coach is. And uh <laughs> I hope I hope we get some info or get a chance to be a part of the process. In terms of like when they get to the final candidates, I'd love to be able to to hear who those candidates are. I think that would be one of those engaging things to keep the process but i but we may not now that i think about it the most ideal situation in
0: this search for me would be that they open up the process they advertise it as until filled that means if they got somebody in mind or got a good candidate and they they would they they want to do it in five days versus going through this whole committed process they can do that I want the AD to have as much flexibility as possible so that they can move as fast as possible. I, I don't really care about, be honest about us being a part of the process or, or, uh or uh the whole, or having a committee. I'm not in, and we just don't have the time for that. There's a lot of good candidates out there who will be interested in this position. I didn't identify what our process going to be. Go, 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 Go with that process and leave the recommendation. I don't want to hear nothing about give the president three choices. The president shouldn't be hiring no damn <laughs> basketball coach. All right, yeah, I said it. I said what I said. He need to Jeez. stay. He need to stay his butt right where he at him and stay, stay and in his home lane. Home. Yeah, stay he stay in his home. lane. Stay let stay let ad Let ad make her choice, and she she gonna be held accountable for it.
1: That uh, yes, A- amen. That look, we. We're gonna hold her accountable for just as much as we're gonna hold her accountable for other stuff. We're gonna hold her accountable for this too. But that's part of the job. That's what she wanted. Yeah. So this this'll be her first big hire. This and bowling, by the way. This will yeah. A, a bowling team that was should be on a championship level track after their performance last year. So very young a, team. A lot of lot of returning team. players. She yeah. she's gotta she's gotta get that right as well. Okay, uh before we close out the show, just wanna remind you guys. Tonight is the HBCU Swingman Classic. That's going to be on MLB TV. Um, Ty Jackson, Hunter (laughs) Veetz, Ty Hanchi, Jam Michael Bastardo, and uh, Jalen Niles will all be a part of that classic. Larry,
0: Larry, stay your butt out of this now, Larry. Stay out of it. I ain't got the bill. I got the paddle. All right. And I, I will use it. You 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 leave that AD alone and you let her hire her person and, and do it expeditiously.
1: All well, right, so go that, ahead,
0: Brian. I'm sorry.
1: That's all right. That's all right. The uh, the classic is uh it's a 10 30 p.m. eastern start, 7 30 on the Pacific West Coast, where the game is being played in Seattle. So the top Division I HBCU baseball players will be playing. It should be good. It's on MLB. Uh, if you're staying up late tonight, hopefully you get a chance to watch it. I'm going to try my best. Uh, but Again, MLB TV and uh, NBA Summer League is going on. So maybe that'll help keep me up. I can watch uh, Wimby, uh, Wimbyama, and uh, what's the other kid? Brandon Miller. I think that's around 9 or 9.30, and then after that, I can transition over to the HBCU Swingman Classic. So I'm giving you guys a a, a, a schedule of things to watch for tonight. So, all right, that's going to do it for our, our reaction to uh, Coach Shalom Pillow's resignation, and we've thrown out some good names that uh, we hope will become the next – head women's basketball coach at Florida A&M. Again,
0: let me, let me just say thank you, Coach Pillow, though, for coming to FAMU and giving
1: giving giving your effort, all right? Wish you the best in the future. Well said. Well said. So that's going to do it. You guys have a good uh, July uh, – I don't know what it is, just a normal July weekend. July 7th, July – a good July weekend. It's going to be hot. I'm sure a lot of parts of the country – be safe. If you're going to the beach, be safe, be smart. Uh, our next show will be on Wednesday and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll kind of give you guys a teaser, maybe early part of the week about what that show will entail. And I think we've covered everything that we needed to cover. So let's get out of here. Let's go enjoy the rest of our Friday evening, uh, for, uh, Reminder, make sure you hit that like button on your way out the door, wherever you're watching us, on Facebook or YouTube. Hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at ONG Strike Zone. We are also on Threads. I created it. Those of you who jumped on Threads, you can find us on Threads as well. So, at ONG Strike Zone is where you can find us. And then download the Jericho Broadcast Networks app on the Google Play and Apple apple app store just search my jbn my bcsn and that's going to do it so for kelvin i'm brian thank you to everybody who jumped in with us tonight and we will see you later yeah strike 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 again where's the, where's the out button where's the out button? there we go all right peace out Oh,